you are listening to the art of the matter hosted by arvind vijay mohan ladies and gentlemen welcome to art of the matter a show where we give you an insider's view on all that matters within the indian art world art of matter is presented to you by india's leading art intelligence firm artery india brought to you in partnership with the country's numero uno radio channel red fm In each episode, we introduce you to the art world's most interesting personalities, raise your knowledge bar on all that you need to know from this universe, and answer any questions you might have in regard with this fascinating domain. On today's episode, we speak to an individual who has been relentless in her pursuit of showcasing the talent to the country that she is now based in. We discuss the challenges, rigors, and possible routes available while aiming to create a global impact within the art community. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Art of the Matter. It is a pleasure to have with me Kanika Sabarwal, who is the founder of Art Select and is the director of uh, Art BAB. That stands for Art uh, Bahrain Across Borders. Kanika, over the past uh, nearly two decades, has had uh, tremendous exposure to promoting arts across frontiers, uh, looking at it not merely as an asset class but also as an object that has to be marketed. and positioned with a with a degree of importance for it to grow in desirability so that collectors across the world wish to uh, wish to own one of them uh, kanika welcome to the show very nice to have you hi arvind great to be here great chatting with you as always and looking forward to this one well wonderful uh, kanika you know as i've sort of very briefly given an introduction to where you're coming from you know the topic that i wish to 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 speak to you about is how do you successfully promote art across borders bahrain across borders is a very interesting concept uh, though a lot of art fairs follow the premise of calling the attention of uh, of global collectors you know for an art fair to be positioned as, uh, as something that that cuts across boundaries as it were is is fascinating uh, thought so could you tell us about uh, a you know the the concept of art uh, bahrain across borders and uh, your personal view and vision when it comes to uh, the successful promotion of art uh, in that light across borders the synonym is something that came by default because when i got into the art business <laughs> as we like to call it i'm speaking about uh, a decade 15 years back i didn't have a degree in the arts i had not been to the traditional art school i began as a collector literally what i didn't realize is that was actually the model which made sense because you're on the other side yeah you know very often yes. we begin on this on one side and it's all about our perceptions yes so when i began uh, again as a collector there was a lot that was left to the obvious oh so this is how the art market is this is how the art collector behaves but i wasn't an art collector i was just somebody learning how to and that's when i realized that there is a communication gap now for me and i'm talking uh, of course you would know of the era around 2006 2007 where india was booming yes, yes but you see with with every every new boom and every new thing in the new discovery then everybody goes rushing forward to okay this is it this is my uh, <laughs> this is my karma calling and this is where i want to be yes i for one have a problem with comfort 
for those who know me, uh, they know that I like to create problems for myself and then uh, figure out ways to go on them. <laughs> so I said, okay, this is fine. And uh, we have these galleries across and everybody's doing the same thing. And, you know, you walk into one and people are talking investments and nobody needed an Arvind at that point. <laughs> they didn't need the stats, actually. I wish you were there. <laughs> they didn't sure. need the stats. They were not following investment. They were following uh, uh, targets. So-and-so artist is plunging here, plunging there. And I said, okay, this is how it looks from within. So I wanted to take it across. Right. My husband's family has business based in the Middle East. So I didn't want to be a part of the, the, the shrub yet. I wanted to see how this looks on the outside. Right. I remember when I moved, when I did the first across borders, at that time, Dubai had one art gallery. And, and everybody <laughs> thought, who's this woman now coming and teaching us art? So. Right. That was my first step to see that a collection and it doesn't have to just be the masters of the supermasters. Do they actually attract a regular audience? And Art Select was always about normal people. We, we never classified because I didn't know the theory of an art buyer. I don't know where that perception came from. I was an ordinary person and I was looking at putting forward something for ordinary people right. who just wanted to buy art. It right. was just that simple. We started with that and then we, it grew. It grew to Oman and it grew to, we went to London and with the same format of a cross. Right. The first show I I did, which had 18 artists and it was curated by Mr. Shankar Menon. Uh, it was called Art Across Boundaries. Right. And it was a traveling show that launched in Dubai, went to Oman, uh, landed up in London. That was the finale. And then again, one thing grew to another and Across Boundaries is what brought me to Bahrain. So that's how it all started. And then Bahrain became, for me, a new reality, a new chapter, because I think every um, every new um, nuance or every new step needs a foundation. A lot of times people ask me why Bahrain, uh, for, for people who have studied the, the history and the legacy of Bahrain, mm -hmm. uh, culture and art comes down generations. It, it's not something that, that's been acquired today. Uh, you, you can go back right to the Dillman civilization. And I mean, the Dillman seals are a, are a very huge part of the legacy of the region in the sense, but the ownership being uh, Bahrain. So the Bahraini, I don't know whether I can classify it, but, and you know, people who come here, then over the years, I realized when people would come in for the fair and so on and so forth, everybody came back with the same thing that they know art. Across boundaries and communication is the two things that I was trudging on because it's like the conversation, if you remember, which we had last time, which was obviously not being recorded. How do we take art to the next level? And I think if anything, this pandemic has taught us is how key communication is. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I've reached a point where I say it so often that I don't think people want to hear me say it anymore. But there is no bigger tool than communication because it fosters a higher tool of education. The one thing that... You know, my 18-year-old tells me, you say it so many times that <laughs> I can't even hear it anymore. But there is no dearth to education. There is no, there is no, um, it doesn't have a stop. Like you yourself said, and so speaks the library behind you. There is not enough of inf information we as human beings can capture. Yes. For me to say that, oh, I'm completely educated and Arvind, you have a long way to go. Or you to say vice versa. Each one of us is growing every day with yes. every new experience. Now, how are we going to reach that experience across again? And why is it important? 
the essence of that communication will come if you, if you just put the map across in front of you and you just look at it and i know we all say oh the world is flat and we are very connected and there are these apps and things but what is the one thing that binds everybody mm. what is the one thing that ties in the masters who are known in all, all all across the global community but but there is an emerging generation now that emerging generation of artists from my country uh, being bahrain where i am to where you are where india is producing 1000 2000 20000 artists every day mm-hmm. I, i don't even think you and i have the count to an emerging market like africa today which is and they did the same thing i wasn't able to attend the african art fair in london but that's how they began so it was communication across borders you know first of all communities are never big or small because the aficionado is the same so the group of people mm-hmm. who are actually going to support foster collect is that much the variance of the country dynamics may alter a bit now how do i reach everybody it's impossible and so i make it possible by communication you were very kind with your introduction and i i will say it myself at bahrain across borders in particular was a very interesting project and the reason i call it a project was because it was different so we put it to a test we had a lot of pluses on our side and we had a lot of what ifs as well we, the pluses we had is that like i said the country is very inclined to the arts as as a whole yes now in addition we had you know a patronage of the first lady of the country who herself is an artist so uh, you know her royal highness princess abika bint ibrahim al khalifa who's the wife of the king of bahrain as humble as she is she may be about her talent but she herself is um, a very talented artist mm-hmm. now that became a center point and then we had an organization who is all about supporting human resource now the fact that a macro organizations one of the largest in the country identified the organization's name stapkin i just keep saying the organization identified art and artists as a core sector i think that that became a very important foundation right so then for us as art select to put complete the triangle became much easier sure uh, the format there was we began with the art fair which mm-hmm. like you said is is of course the world platform of bringing global communities to a platform Yes. But I think we took it a step further with the artist program. Right. And the thought process there was yes I can bring together an audience to my home to my mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. But how about taking my artists to them as well? All right. And I think that became a good uh, completed the circle we've taken our artists to the Saatchi gallery we've taken them to the Moscow art fair Cosmosco we brought them to the Indian art fair we took them to uh, la binale paris we took them we did an exhibit at the arsenale in mm-hmm. venice during the venice binale fantastic i remember with the, you know the the mayor of venice saying that this is such an interesting concept now and he said that you know he had heard a lot about that particular i mean there was so much happening we were not a part of the binale just to put it on record we were doing an exhibit at the arsenale during the binale right. but apparently when he met me and he was telling me he says but i've heard a lot about this exhibition bari and bari so you know it again it was all about the communication right and that plays a very important role because how else 
Do we exchange um, uh, talent? How else do I know? You know, very often, and I say this uh, because you and I hail from the same, at least I was born in the same land. Mm-hmm. We assume, uh, you know, for us and, and for a huge audience out there, an international audience, when you say the name Gaitonde or S.H. Raza, I mean, you want to stop in respect because I, I think they go beyond being icons. So, but you'd be surprised. There'll be, there is an audience that hasn't heard of them. Of course, yes. And to us, it may not make sense. And I'm telling you this as uh, because I have a consultancy called Indigo Advisory. And very often when I'm talking to people and they're like, okay, and and there's a disconnect. And that is that flaw is mine. Right. Because I am working under the assumption that you, you know of what I'm talking about. Right. And that right there is a communication gap. So I personally think, just to sum up your to sum up where we started from, that as important as it is for the artist to focus on who he is, what his growth pattern is, what his collection looks like, and that's a whole other chapter that I think, uh, you know, uh, there is so much required there. And I see Artri doing a fantastic, fantastic job with that. And it's not because we're in this conversation. In fact, we're in this conversation because honestly, I've been following you guys and uh, I'm so glad that things are taking a structure. Because that is so important. It's very important for me to be sitting or person X or Y to be sitting in any part of the world and be able to click on something and say, okay, this is who this artist is. This is where he started from. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, uh, you know, even if I'm somebody who likes collecting art and that's such a broad spectrum, but there's only that much knowledge that I have. So how are you going to give it to me? So that capsule of knowledge is very important and cross-cultural dialogue. Mm-hmm. Cross-pollination is, is the word you used last time. It's extremely, extremely important because eventually that's where we are headed. If, if anything, this whole uh, one and a half year and going further has taught us is that, but we're only going to get this far sitting in our comfort zone. Yes, absolutely. Now, and the idea is all about, this is who I am. This is what I have. What have you got? Right. And that's where your communication starts. And then the next step becomes where communication leads is collaboration mm-hmm. because, okay, this is what you've got and this is what I've got. Now let's see what we can make together. Kanika, lots, uh, lots to really, you know, ponder upon and, uh, and um, sort of really assimilate <laughs> because what you say, while it's bound together by the, you know, by the, by the thought of communication. And I dare say this year past has definitely put things into context where the role of communication, communicating effectively and doing so in a manner where it does not just add to further, you know, communication clutter. We're surrounded uh, by so much information coming out. So it's very vital for the communication to also be sort of carefully structured, built in a manner where it's not going to, you know, cause further fatigue to the, you know, viewer or reader. Uh, you know, there was, there was a very interesting point that you made uh, when you were speaking about uh, the democratization of not just speaking to the elitist circles, but also being able to speak to uh, the everyman. You know, you, you spoke of your roots being... Uh, in that of, um, you know, an, an average collector who just stumbled upon the absolute potential uh, of art and what it could do to, uh, you know, one's lives beyond just brightening it uh, from a visual perspective. You know, there's there's obviously the, the yeah. capital concerns. There, there's, a, there's a lot that one needs to engage with. To the point of uh, democratizing art, would you like to, you know, right. of how that's an important facet and how communication plays a role within? That's the first boundary we need to break. Mm-hmm. I realize this as a, buyer when I first got into it because I told you that there was that spot that I didn't even know uh, 
what what do you mean by oh that's an art collector and then i realized it to a point where people started coming to the first edition of the fair i would associate myself i had a glamorous title of being the you know conceiver and conceptualizer and <laughs> fair director ta 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 but actually yeah. i was a bumblebee who kept walking and circling that place because i needed information right. i wanted to know what is the thought process of everybody or as many as people as i could you know plunge at and get uh, an information out of the key thing that came out was oh but we can also come here right. now that as much as it flattered me then but that's a problem in a macro sense sure because and, and that problem is stemming again the mm-hmm. the word you used that we are so elitist in our approach mm-hmm. that we are forgetting and we are actually disengaging a mm-hmm. very huge portion mm-hmm. of the people out there i don't even walk into an art fair because i don't want to buy art i don't want to walk into a gallery because everything is 100000 now where are all these preconceived notions coming in from sure and in effect how damaging are they to what people like uh, even you are trying to put in in a professional sense because sure. there is this pre-existing barrier you know the the forbidden fruit oh my god art i don't want to touch it why <laughs> it's too expensive it's i don't know anything about it so yeah. i think somewhere we are making people feel conscious of the fact that oh you can't walk into my space because you don't fit the bill sure but my question back would be what is the bill Yeah. we don't know it see that's the problem that's the biggest problem one of my first galleries was in dubai at the hyatt the grand hyatt and somebody had booked in an appointment to come for me to do uh, his portfolio mm-hmm. now he flew in on his own and da 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 had a busy day and when he walked in i had five works red to show him mm-hmm. <laughs> and he told me i still remember you know if i had walked into a gallery in delhi or bombay i would have had 150 pieces shown right. to me right and this is what you show me i mean it was it was the tone was this is what you show me so as humbly as i could and I, and i can't i couldn't be very humble even then <laughs> i just told him i said but yet you don't seem to be sitting there and here you are right are, are you looking at the perception that oh if you have given me the throne of being a collector then i must have 200 works shown to me mm-hmm. these communication like you said communication clutter is what needs to be strategized and reorganized right. because it's putting away i mean it's almost telling that young couple who are setting off on their journey of life that oh look here sorry <laughs> you know you may have 20 to 30 dollars 30000 put away and you may want to invest it in art but we are not here for you right. that's a problem Sure. it is it is extremely necessary that we not only open our, commu- our communication channels mm-hmm. but we are very careful about what we are putting out there because what we are trying to engage mm-hmm. is exactly a larger audience that we are disengaging right uh, kanika again very uh, that's very well articulated i think uh, uh, you know the, the the importance of communication effectively um distributed across across all categories be these and community of artists be these collectors be these galleries or promoters of any sort i think the value of being able to very carefully craft your communication with a with a sort of wider perspective on how you want to play this out over you know the next 3 to 5 years 
is very, very important. Uh, and I think the pandemic, if anything, has allowed you know most of us to go back uh, to our drawing boards uh, and reassess how absolutely we wish to present our businesses and more importantly, break it into smaller parcels and understand month upon month uh, what it is that we want to communicate. Also, the sanctity of of the communication channels. I mean, uh, I know there are licenses across and everything is in place, but really, every second person, uh, I'm doing an auction. And then this is a charity auction. And this is, I don't know what auction. Okay, but who is looking after the fact that after you're done with that play or your afternoon fiesta, what is going to happen to that particular artist? Yes. You're going to either give him a false sense of confidence by thinking he's the next kingpin and he's arrived because you've sold his works at X price. Yes. And then tomorrow when he actually goes into the real world, he's going to fall flat into his face because yes. he's not going to get that price. Yes, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the horizon has to be thought through. And I say three to five years, I think all of us, and I speak for the fraternity here, um, you know, my personal take is that if you're looking at anything less than a five-year, you know, vision plan, uh, we're falling Correct. short. That's the very yeah. least that we as particularly promoters and, you know, custodians in some Absolutely. of the art ecosystem owe to the future of our businesses and, you know, yeah. uh, the fertility of the land that we're tilling. It's, uh, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be of paramount value to understand the need to be able to A, have a personal vision and to be able to then channelize that into as, you know, it's, it's, it's almost your catchphrase to communicate uh, and communicate well. This has been an eye-opener in many ways. It's been an enlightening session and I hope all the listeners uh, across, across categories, you know, uh, have, have sort of picked up the, the uh, importance of, uh, of, of communication. Uh, thank you very much, Kanika. Great Thanks. pleasure. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Now, if there's anything that you wanted to know about Indian art, but have been too afraid to or haven't known whom to ask, look no further. We're right here at your beck and call. Send us an email on contact at arteryindia.com and we'll get our friendly elves to start working on a suitable response to your question right away. Till you hear from us next, here's wishing you all a very happy RT time. And as always, when you think art, think artery. <laughs>